Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. SRB Media. Hello, Gabby. Hello, John, and welcome all to a chapter of my life with author John Hellier. How are you? Hello, Gabby. I'm fine, thank you. Yourself? Good, good, good. It's been a while since we we spoke last. Just before we get into the conversation about your new book, which is a very, very exciting book, and I can't wait to get a signed copy of it myself. Yeah, yeah, you'll be amongst the first. Thank you. Let's talk (laughs) about some of your previous work. Uh, Okay, yeah, sure. I mean... um... Where do you want to start, Gabby? Yeah. Well, you, you, you're, you're big with, with the small faces, aren't you? you? You wrote that magnificent book about Ronnie, and you also yeah. co-wrote one, I believe, about uh, Steve Marriott. Uh, Steve, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, on the, on the book front, as I say, um, I, I co-wrote Steve Marriott's biography, All Too Beautiful, yeah. uh, with Paolo Hewitt back in 2004. Um, there's a new edition of that uh, this, uh, later this year with some additional material, which is... Um, which is very interesting. Um, Ronnie's book, Can You Show Me a Dream? That was just uh, two or three years ago, again with Paolo Hewitt, uh, and pretty successful. Uh, in between those two books, there was um, a collaboration with Paul Weller on a small phases book called Here Come the Nice, um, a biography on Peter Meaden, Ace Face mod from the 60s, that the guy that was uh, famously sold to Who contract for 500 pounds and um uh, darling's a whopping wolf small faces book um i done uh, i was res- responsible for 40 issues of uh of fanzine which went out worldwide and uh it's a 400 page sort of uh best of um on the book front uh that's pretty much it i mean other than that of um responsible for putting on a ronnie lane memorial show at the royal albert hall in 2004 the Steve Merritt Memorial Show at the London Astoria in 2001 and um, hosted Small Faces conventions in central London for 20 years. Um, that's just a few things that I've been up to, mate. It keeps me busy. It keeps me off the streets. Absolutely first class and, and, and some quality work with, I've got to say, some quality people. Now, this is just as high class as your previous oh, yeah. encounters. It's an audience with the governor, Alan Hudson. How different and how difficult was it writing previous books in music and being so, so, so immersed in music all your life to wrote a book about one of the greatest footballers that's ever graced a football pitch? Oh, incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, very easy, really. Firstly, I mean, if, if, you know, it, it was nice for me to actually um, change the genre, if you like. You know, people uh, associate me so much these days with, with music and art and all those sort of things. So it's very, very nice to um, do something a little bit different. But there's not, nobody else, no other footballer really in, in the history of a game that I would rather have written a book with. Because, I mean, Alan Hudson was my total hero from way, way back in the early 1970s. I mean, uh, it... it he, he, he was the guy for me, anyway. That, that, that had it all, all. You know, he had style, 
flamboyance, charisma. He had all those things in abundance, but not only on the football pitch, off the football pitch as well. I mean, he was, you know, complete with all that sort of King's Road clobber, if you like, you know. Um, He was just the coolest guy around. He really was. And also a massive lover himself, in his own right, of music. Oh, he loves loves music. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got I mean, things that I, I got involved with Alan. Um, it's a bit ironic, really, because I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I was so in awe of this guy. I really was. I mean, going going way back again, sort of, you know, almost half a century ago. Now, you know, I remember doing. Um, I mean, I, I've always been an Arsenal supporter. Yeah. Now, but I did the unthinkable one Saturday afternoon and, and made the trip to West Ham to watch Alan Hudson play for Chelsea against West Ham. I just went there just to see Alan Hudson and I still remember that day so vividly because, um, you know, I mean, as well as sort of marvelling over his magnificent footwork, you know, there was me also marvelling over his sort of air cut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as shallow as that sounds, you know, for me as an old sort of 60s mod, you know, looking the part was sort of everything. And Alan Hudson... Yeah, you know, was everything really? He really was. He was, he was so hip, and he looked every bit as cool as any sort of you know rock star from that era. He really did. So he was always there, if you like, at the top of my my list of people that I would love to meet. And um, and fast forward sort of thirty years or so, when I was hosting a, a book launch for the Steve Marriott book actually in two thousand and four in in London's West End, um, a good friend of mine, a guy called Dean Powell, attended the book launch. And um, he got a message to me. I mean, the, the venue was, it's only a small venue, but it, it was actually packed to the hill. And I was, I was actually flying about, you know, signing books, talking to the press. And then I was, I was really up to the neck in it. But Dean got a message to me to say that he was in the building and he was with, with his mate, an ex-footy star, Alan Hudson. And I thought, wow. <laughs> really, really, you know, I, I, you, know, the, the, you know, as I say, the, the excitement of that evening, you know, really sort of... Um, Oh, travelled. But uh, anyway, by the time I could get away from all the things that I was doing, Dad left. I never saw him. I never met him. I was absolutely gutted. It really, really was. And uh, that was it. Then I I fast forward another 15 years or so. And uh, another very good friend, Lewis Griffiths, who who you know very well, you know, who's actually, you know, the the publisher of of this book. And uh, he really is you know, publisher extraordinaire. And he, he rings me up and tells me that he's meeting an ex horsey star in a West London boozer. And would I like to go along? Who is it, I asked? Alan Hudson. <laughs> would I what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolute no-brainer, mate. I mean, I was there like a flash. I mean, whatever I had planned for that day, you know, would have been dropped. You know, I could, having missed, you know, that golden opportunity at my book launch, you know, I wasn't going to make the same mistake again. And, um, that afternoon, I think, oh, two, was it 2017? A couple of years ago now, anyway. You know, we met in Alan's uh, favourite pub, pub with the Golden Lion in uh, Fulham, and uh, met my hero, you know, and as I say, a, a friendship was merged pretty much there and then. I mean, I, I tell you what, Gabby, I mean, I, I, I sat there mesmerised by his sort of wonderful anecdotes and stories of his life adventures. I mean, he's a natural storyteller, as you well know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm preaching to the converted here, you know. And, you know, you, you've had Alan on your show so many times, you know. I mean, the stories were absolutely awesome. And the thing is, um, you know, as, as you well know, there are lots of highs and lots of lows, you know, in, in his life and career. But everything, you know, that came out of his mouth was sort of both 
insightful and incredibly entertaining. Yeah. You know, I mean, and also controversial, but entertaining. You know, the, the guy had and still has, you know, this sort of charisma in bucket loads. And, um, you know, I, I was just totally absorbed by all these great stories. I mean, you really had, had me in stitches that afternoon. We went, went out uh, lots of times after that. And uh, I, know, I, just, I think it was about second, third, fourth time sort of I'm out to you know, Lewis and Al in the pub. And, uh, you know, the idea for the book come about because, I mean, it would have been lovely to have written his biography, but that had already been done. You know, Al had done it himself. And um, so it was decided really between, you know, Lewis, myself, and Al to take a you know a different approach, and um, you know it, you know you know I, I, I've been on this that's fifteen months now, but I mean um, it's mainly just edited editing it, it, it all together really because I mean you know all the stories are, are ours out of Al's own mouth, and um, you know yourself you know wonderful 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 stories, and um, the thing is it's. Uh, the book is it's a three hundred page book, but it's it, it, it's just a collection of great stories, and there's lots and lots and lots of different chapters, and they all sort of um, stand on their own, if you like. And it's, you, you don't, it's not a book that you need to read from start to finish. You can just pick it up, flip through, and pick out a story and, and read it. You know, it, it, they're all just random stories, but absolutely. I don't know. I, 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 sometimes I'm sitting here two, three in the morning working on the book and. I'm laughing out loud, all to myself, you know. It's just unbelievably, you know, I think it's, I think it's a, quite a unique sort of football book. I've read so many football biographies, and, you know, some good ones, but uh, I've, never, I've never really found one with the, um, the humour, if you like, you know, that, that this one's got. And, and everything that comes out of Al's mouth is, is true. He's, you know, he's that, he's that sort of guy. He doesn't exaggerate or make things up, I mean, uh, Wonderful, wonderful stories, and and you would have heard most of them yourself. But I mean, it's nice to get them all down in, in print. Yeah, I mean, we, we we've done quite a few shows together, Alan and myself, and I, I do work oh, yeah, quite yeah. quite closely with him. We we, we covered his um his career hood at, hood at fifty from from his debut on the first of February nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. So yeah, you're right, it was yeah. 50, 50 years ago, and and we do another one, my life, my music, because of Alan's love for music. What also yeah, comes yeah, across yeah. With, with Alan is such a such a lovely, humble guy, and I know for a fact he absolutely loves you and uh, you and Lewis, and he loves getting down yeah. down the booth. <laughs> and having a few with you, you, Alan Hudson stories that, that you've got in the book. Is there anything that, that just pings out nature? And, and, and one, as you say, with, with Alan, it really is a, a kind of a, st- a life yeah. story of pain and glory. And, oh, and, and I've yeah. said to Alan, you must be the most unluckiest genius I've ever known. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. But I mean, uh, Alan was a, 
what well, well, still is. He's very much his own man, isn't yeah. he? I mean, yeah, he, he, he reminds me a lot of uh, Steve Marriott in terms of I've done Steve's book. And uh, you know, Steve, Steve is the same. He's all, always his own man. I think you know, done things his way, if you like, and uh, he, he wasn't anybody, he wasn't somebody to compromise, if you like, and, and in a way, you know, in, in lower, sometimes uh, that, that works against you, you know, I mean, you, you, you perhaps, um, you know, come up against obstacles and, and perhaps don't earn a good living from it, as much as the guys, if you like, that do play the game, but yeah. uh, but, but but it's uh, it's something in a person that's there to be admired, well, I think, I think so anyway. I mean, I tell you what. I mean, read. You know, I've got a sample copy back recently from from the printer. I know Lewis has um, had a first print um, done because we we're um, doing doing a launch on Sunday. But uh, yeah, I just been briefly sort of running through it over the last few days, and uh, I still find myself giggling at some of the stories. You know, I mean. There's some great ones there, and you've probably heard them. But I mean, one in particular, I, I can't really. Remember, off the top of my head, going too too deeply is, is the one where he talks about sponsorship in the old days. Yeah. Have you spoken about that one? You know where, you know that, that where, where the groundsman or, 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 or whoever sort of used, used to paint stripes on the boots. You know, it's it, 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 so, so footballers that wanted to wear their own boots, but but wanted sponsorship from certain companies. You know that they would sort of paint logos on the side, stripes, you know, to make them look as if they were something that they weren't really. Yeah. But of course, that that all sort of um, when, when you're playing out in the pouring rain, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they wash off by half time. So I mean, there's things like that. I mean, yeah, true story. They, they they used to do all those sort of things. Um, very very good. But I mean, uh, you know, I, I keep talking about the humour, but I mean, there's, there's lots of um, insight into the game. That, you know, during Al's time in, in the book as well, you know, but very, very sort of interesting insight. And, uh, and uh, it, all, all the big players in the game are in the book, you know, but again, as you would know, Gabby, you know, there's one name that just appears so much more than any other, and it's not George Best or Bobby Moore, you know, it's uh, Tony Roddington, isn't it? You're oh, yeah. city manager. Yeah. You know, he was undoubtedly sort of Al's... Um, Benchmark, you know, he was in his his level of quality, if you like, was used as standard when comparing to others. And uh, it's clear from reading this book, um, well, writing it as well, that you know he, he was Al's biggest hero in the game. You know, not all the others, you know, the, the so-called superstars. You know, it was it was Tony Robinson. I mean, he, he really, Tony Robinson really comes out of this book very very well. Well, it was it was what the god um, that that pretty much. Uh, convince the the media and and England's press to to give uh, Alan Hudson his his debut against West Germany because uh, yeah. I mean Revy and Alan will swear uh, black is blue and he's absolutely right that Revy picked him to fail he could have picked him in games previously because he'd yeah. been involved in the England setup but that was yeah. really due to Tony Waddington and and when yeah. Alan went back to Stoke City I mean Alan jokingly says he only wanted me back because he was missing his drinking partner and <laughs> and and I've I've said to Alan many many occasions if Tony Waddington would have had Alan Hudson at 17 and Alan yeah. Hudson would have stayed injury free Alan Hudson yeah. would have made over over 100 caps and appearances for England. No question about that, in my opinion. 
I, I, I do agree with you. I mean, uh, you know, when we look at you know, Al's England career and, and if, if, if you like the lack of it, you know, and, and the reasons why, you know, it's sort of criminal, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when you, you look at some, some of these, some of the, you know, the of the players that end up with 30 or 50 or 60 caps to their name, you know, these days, you know, it's unbelievable that people like Alan Hudson and, and, and one or two others often think of these Steve Perryman and Charlie George, people like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were all a little bit rebellious and uh, it sort of worked against them, didn't it? But, you know, but uh, great, great footballers. You know? I, th- I think when you express your opinions and when you play in a certain way, and certainly in, in, um, in, in days gone by, and um, players like um, Alan Hudson and uh, Tony Curry and Frank Worthington and Stan Bowles and Charlie and, and so on and so forth were all, all deemed mavericks. Rodney Marsh, another one that springs to mind. You know, yeah, the, yeah. these were players that the established... England set up and blazers and school ties didn't like those type of players because they couldn't control those kind of players. But those were our heroes and those were the players that made us as kids put a pair of boots on and try and replicate that when we played on a on a on a Saturday or a Sunday for our school or for our Sunday team. Oh, I know. I agree wholeheartedly. I really do. You know, they, 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 they were also like, like players' players, you know, other players' players. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we love them. I know that, I know that, that Alan was a, a, a big influence on people like, like Gaza and Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. People, people like that, you know, they, they both speak so highly of him. I think um, Alan told me, uh, he was pretty told you as well, that he, 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 was, uh, he played against Glenn Hoddle uh, when Glenn Hoddle made his debut. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and I think Helen, you know, rated him and, and, and was very encouraging and said gave him words of encouragement. And I think that, that stuck with um, Glenn all, all through his sort of career. You know, people like that, you know, if you've got people like that sort of, you know, look, looking up to you and, and uh, more or less based some of their success on, on sort of watching you previous, you know, I mean, uh, you know, that, 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 that says a lot, doesn't it, for the likes of um, Alan? Yeah, and some of those other names that you just mentioned, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think you'd have many other football players talking a young player through his his debut when he's playing against you. But no, that that, no, that that's no. just what Alan Hudson is. He's the most yeah. giving, most humble, most appreciative person yeah, that I've yeah. uh, come in contact uh, with in, in my life. And and some yeah. of these stories, people will say, "No, you're joking. You've you've embellished that." And and truly, it, it hasn't yeah. been embellished. What yeah, you, what yeah. you see with yeah. Alan Hudson is what you get. Sometimes yeah, you might yeah. have to calm it down a bit because people probably wouldn't believe the truth, no, but it is the no. truth. Thanks, John. All the best with the book, which is being launched on Sunday, the 18th of August at the Chelsea Pensioner Pub, Fulham Road in Chelsea. And you can buy the book online at Alan's website, alan-hudson.co.uk. SRB Media.